This is the way. This is the way. Hello there. So say we all. May the force be with you. You're a wizard, Harry. I am Iron Man. What about second breakfast? Assemble. You're here because you know something. Whoa, this is heavy. I volunteer as tribute. I'm Batman. You have chosen wisely. The North remembers. To infinity and beyond. The force will be with you. Welcome to the Nerdverse Nerds. Today, this corner of the Nerders is for all of you nerds out there. I'm Joanna Crithit Krupnik. And I'm Brian, I see you, Plopsky. And we're so happy you could escape your sea prison to join us here today. Because today in the Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian, we are looking back on the highs and lows of 2022. Favorite shows, favorite moments, and of course, some letdowns. But first, our usual housekeeping, head to the feed to check out tons of past episodes from us. We've got MCU, Star Wars, Harry Potter, George R.R. Martin, Tolkien, and more. We just did an episode with our thoughts on Avatar, The Way of Water. And last week, we did a super fun holiday movie draft, which was great. These episodes and more are all on the feed for your enjoyment. And you may be asking, how can I keep up with all these episodes you're, you're just getting out there? Well, be sure you're subscribed to The Nerdverse with Joanna and Brian on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you'll be notified every time a new episode drops. And follow along on all the socials, of course, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, The Nerdverse Pod at The Nerdverse Pod. Okay. General spoiler warning, spoiler warning, I can't even say the word, spoiler warning for today. We will be covering and potentially spoiling everything in 2022. Everything nerdy. There's no way around it. But we'll do our very best to warn you before we spoil something in the moment. We'll be super clear about what we're talking about. So consider this a spoiler heavy episode. This is your spoiler alert alert. Yes. If you've been with right. us, though, there will we we will not be spoiling much. If you've been with us this no. whole year, we've talked about most of the things we're talking about today. Totally, totally. Um, so today, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do our top ten things from this year: uh, TV show, movies, whatever it may be. We're going to do that. So um, we're, let's just – this is going to take us a while, I'm assuming. So let's kind of talk about the rules. What we're going to do is we're each going to count down from 10 to our number one going back and forth. Once both of us say it or if one of us says it's not on our list. So essentially whenever that item, that TV show, whatever it is, is the most highly ranked on either of our list – that's when we'll talk about it. Right. So if my number 10 is... Um, something from last year, like Eternals. Yeah. So if my number 10 was Eternals, and you're like, oh, it's at number... It's much higher for me, then we won't talk about it until we get to it on your list. But if you didn't have it on your list, then we would talk about it when I did it. But... I also want to be super clear that like Joanna and I have really just tried to watch as much as we possibly could this year. Um, we have no free time. We have no free time. We just we just tried to like watch as much as we possibly can. Um, but there is some stuff that I I I'm just going to say right now that I have not seen yet that I actually think all of these have the potential of making my top ten list. But they're not because we're doing this when I haven't seen them yet. So some of those are. Um, the Fablemans, mm. the Banshees of Inishirin, um, and Pinocchio. 
um, are the three that I say could uh, include. And for me, White Lotus season two, I have not watched yet, which I know you have. I wanted to see Tar too, and I haven't seen Tar yet. Tar is on. So I have Tar on my list as well. The Whale is also on my list in terms of that. Bones and All, The Menu, uh, mm-hmm. a couple of those. But oh, I also will say I did not cl- include really any mainstream horror on my list. Um, I, I just kept that out because uh, we did that on Talking Horror, and I wanted this to be strictly kind of the pop culture that you and I talk mostly about. Got it. Yeah. Um, because actually my a lot of my top 10 would have been horror if that's the case. Um, was there anything on your list that you oh, excuse me that you didn't see that might have that has the potential of making your list? A lot of movies like you mentioned um let's see um I didn't finish like Dahmer um, I started it but I didn't finish mm-hmm. it. Um what other big shows? I don't know. Um I guess we I'm, might get to it. Yeah, it might come to me throughout. But oh, I love. Uh, did you watch Wednesday? Yes, I did watch Wednesday. I I liked the the first half better than the back. I liked the mm. Tim Burton directed episodes, which I figured sure. I realized after the fact that maybe that's why I liked them. Oh, interesting. I have one episode left. Okay, what are your thoughts so far? I'm having a great time for yeah. Wednesday. If you, this is not what the Adams family really is in terms of it really leans into the supernatural element of things when that's not what the comics or the movies or the TV show really did, but I don't care. This show is wonderful. And Jenna, Jenny Ortega is our new scream queen, uh, between Ortega, scream yeah. and between, uh, this and she's an ex and I can name a million other horror things that she's done over the past couple of years. But she's uh, wonderful on the show. She's so good. And she really takes this character that could really be one note and just like quips and really right. adds dimensions and layers to it without with that with just her eyes. It's pretty incredible. And I don't think she's work. gonna get pigeonholed with some with a role like this. It would be my some people would say, Well, is she ever gonna be able to get past being Wednesday Adams? I don't think maybe it's because we've seen her in other things, but mm-hmm. I don't think she's gonna have trouble like booking jobs after being no, so good in this. Not I at don't all. Think I agree. Yeah. So I think they blew their budget. I will say I think they blew their budget on the adult actors in the show. Um some of the kids, it's like slim pickens. Mm. I mean, she's great and Pug- Pugsley is great, what we see of him. But some of the other kids at uh, the school, I are, I'm like, whoa, where are we scraping the bottom mm. of the barrel here? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I didn't think about that. None of them really bothered me. I well, love mostly Enid. mostly the boys. I was like, but who are, what is this? Sure, These, like, sure. Tier F Timmy Chalamets. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> um, well, on that note, should we just get started? Let's do it. Okay. Um, fantastic. Let's get right into it. Um, you, why don't you go for, uh, let's uh, actually, let's, let's do our honorable mentions. Oh, I think I say we save those for the end. Let's do, let's go 10 and, and up and then we'll, we'll oh. mention ones that we didn't. Okay. Oh, or no, we can do it like this. Okay. No, we'll do it like no, this. no, I know. Let's, let's, uh, I don't know. No, I figure we choose our honorable mentions and then, uh, but then it's, I don't know. You might have it on your list is the only issue. Right. Yeah. So that's why we should do it first is what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So my honorable mention that did not make my That will not be cut. That is (laughs) just us figuring it out. Yeah. And you guys got to know this is improv. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, For all the prep we do, we also are dysfunctional. Okay. So my (laughs) honorable mention, I have a few. Um, 
I guess I, I only told Brian I'd say one. I'm going to say my honorable mention that did not make my top 10 was Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. I liked it a lot. It was a bit of a letdown. Do you have it as on your list? Uh, I don't have it anywhere. I have it in my favorite. Actually, now that you mentioned it, um, I'll talk about um, the spoiler alerts if you haven't seen Multiverse of Madness. Um, On my best – oh, we're also going – this is – there's a whole lot of information. The music note fight? Uh, No, actually. But that's a a great – Oh, interesting. On my so we also create a list of our favorite moments from things this year. And as they pop up, as we talk about these things, we'll just mention them. Um so yours was yours was the music note fight? On on things I've loved that happened this year, just like moments or just bits mm-hmm. and bobs. I did love that musical note fight in that movie, but the movie itself as a whole did not sure. make it on my list. Um, same. Um, but uh, my favorite moment was the dead strange moment, which was like full Sam Raimi. So what, like Jamie and I were just like giddy in the movie theater because we love <laughs> Sam Raimi as a director. So like when, <laughs> when dead strange like punches through and then he's at the top of the mountain with all the demons around him, like making his that- cape. Yes, that was truly one of my favorite moments of the year. That was so good. So a, really a great, good a great, uh, some highlights in there, but it just as a whole. I just wanted, I wanted it to involve the multiverse, like more big picture. And I just don't know. I don't know yet if it does. Maybe we'll find sure. out. It, it sure did. But so you know how you fix that movie? How? You change the title. Because the the title set the wrong expectations for what that movie was supposed to be. So um, if you change that to like Doctor Strange and, you know. By the pool. But yeah, Doctor Strange by the pool. Like it's totally different. Obviously you can make some tweaks to how Wanda's story goes and that would probably improve it. But like realistically, you change the title and your expectations are set completely differently. Yeah, like Doctor Strange and Wanda. Yeah, even if you don't want to spoil that, like Doctor Strange and like uh the magical realm i don't know i'm yeah. just thinking that you know what or, i mean or the or, book of ashanti or something i don't know oh yeah that's a good one too anyway yeah. um cool all right any do what other what else do you have on your honorable mention list okay well let me know if it's on your list um i have the boys on my honorable mentions that's in my honorable mentions as well season three of the boys yes yeah wasn't like I wasn't blown away by the season, but I, I can't forget that I had a great time. I mean, this, some of this is recency bias and this one was a while ago, but it was, yeah. it was a great season. Yeah. And I'll add, uh, um, hero gasm. The episode hero gasm is on my moments list of, uh, 20, uh, 22. I just think that what was pretty amazing about hero gasm is that it had all this hype leading up to it. And as an episode in terms of bringing all of our characters together and heightening the stakes, was really impressive and it didn't just rely on like the actual hero gasm event if that makes sense 100 percent um okay did you have ms marvel on your honorable vengeance i didn't have it anywhere oh okay mm. i i mean i didn't want to forget it i i did enjoy parts of that show uh so that's an honorable mention for me Wait, one. what's one from you um, I this is one of my favorite shows of all time, but it only released three episodes in this year. So I I put it in my honorable mention because the full season didn't come out this year, and it's Station Eleven. Oh, which I didn't watch. So please talk about it. Sure, Station Eleven is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Um, 
I never read the book. I just I, I actually watched it while I had COVID uh, in December of last year um, on on the recommendation of um, some of my favorite TV critics um, and just fell in love with it. Joanna, it is so up your alley. I know. Um, I've heard great things. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, trigger warning, spoiler alert. It's about a pandemic that hits right. the world um, and a certain percent are left and it flashes back between this actress growing up during the pandemic and like during the apocalypse, if you will. And then um, the present where she's part of a Shakespeare troupe um, and there's, and, and that is going to all these like little different towns. Um, and, but there's a lot more to it. There's so much more to it. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it, it thematically it's dealing with a lot of things, leaving the past behind, trudging forward, the difference in generations, people who grew up um, during this, like pre all of this, and people who were born during this and grew up in that environment, um, it, it's it's truly an incredible piece of television. But that's even, even this would have made my number one, but it only released three episodes this year. That's not fair. Got it. Um, so that's my honorable mention. Um, I also have Werewolves by Night as my honorable mention. It's um, not on mine, but I yeah, I loved that. Yeah, I just it was. Not only was it a special, was it our introduction to the Marvel special presentation, and I I love that format. Um, it was also incredibly nostalgic for me because I watched so many of these black and white horror movies growing up, um, mm. and it was really well made and super fun. And I, I look forward to seeing those characters again. Yeah, yeah. It show, it showed that they were willing to take a few risks, and um, it was nice to have low stakes as well. I yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, my num and then what would really be my number eleven uh, is Severance. Wow, so that's real high on my list. So we will not sure. talk about that now. Okay, okay. Um, I also just to roll through a few. Like I had Sand, I I enjoyed Sandman, but it's honorable mention. Thor: Love and mm-hmm. Thunder is honorable mention, and Willow's honorable mention. I mm-hmm. Willow's still going, and it's um it's got highs and lows, but I just I love Warwick so. I can't. I mean, I still, I'm still watching yeah. it every week. So, um, yeah, those are. I think that's all I have for honorable mentions. Um, um, yeah. I, I have two more just to name things. Yeah. Uh, Turning Red, the Pixar movie oh from God, this, that year. Was this year. Whew. Uh, yeah, that and um, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Oh my God! I can't believe I forgot Top Gun mentions. Maverick. That's that would. Oh, I can't. Ru- I can't mess up my whole list. But that should be in my top ten. <laughs> so let's just call that its own category of just like, just great, amazing. Oh sure. God, I want that thing nominated for an Oscar. I'm not joking. Uh, it probably will get a, a Best Picture nomination. Really? Oh, I hope yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's get into the list. Joanna, why don't you start with number your number ten? All right, my number ten, and tell me if you have it higher. Is Wakanda Forever? I have it higher. Great. All right. Okay. So what is your ten? My number 10 is this season of What We Do in the Shadows. Huh? The floor is uh, yours. It is deeply funny. The characters are so w- w- well layered and thought out. A lot happened this season that was really actually moved plot. It wasn't just like same characters doing the same things. Plus, there's a spectacular episode this season. Every season has like a real special episode. Um, this one was uh, they did an episode entirely like a flip that house 
um, like <laughs> a- episode. Oh, that's funny. But they plant the seeds throughout the season because the character of Laszlo in every episode kind of talks about how he's become obsessed with this, like you know, this house flipping show. And they, you think it's just like a background joke, and then they, and then they're on an episode of it. Oh, it's that's wonderful. Very funny. Um, and then, uh, you know, most shows will do a concept and and not keep it throughout the year. But one of the concepts that one of their like fellow vampires had to be reborn so he's like growing up through this and they're like playing his father and mother figures but um at one point he um he's the enter for some reason vampires love children entertainment it, it reminds them of their youth or whatever but he becomes obsessed with musical theater so he's performing musical theater for the vampires at this vampire club it's it's true. It's truly a laugh a minute. It's one of my favorite comedies out there right now. So that made my number 10 for this year. Oh, man. Okay. I'm going to make time to watch that. That sounds hysterical. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What's your number nine, Joanna? My number nine is She Hulk. Oh, uh, it's not anywhere on my list. So okay. the floor is yours. Um, no, I just, I definitely had a great time with that show. And it had one of my favorite moments in the whole of the whole year, which was seeing Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock as Daredevil again. Uh, Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just, I loved that so much seeing him back on my screen. I thought their chemistry was great. I thought he was really his, his, his dialogue that he was given was fabulous. Uh, the walk of shame, all of it more. I just, I, I I almost don't want born again unless it's going to have Jen in it. I just, Mm. I, Loved that was a highlight of the year for me was seeing Daredevil again. So that's sure. why it's on my list. Um, I actually on my best moments of the year list, I have spoiler alert the finale with Kevin. Uh, incredible. Getting I also have in one of my favorite moments of the year is her asking for the X-Men with Kevin. Mm, so I guess that's that a kind good of one. All yeah, that overlaps. One. Cool. Um, great. Uh my number nine is Peacemaker. Oh my God. Peacemaker's not on my list. I think I thought about putting it as an honorable mention. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, I love Peacemaker, but go on. Floor is yours. So my, one of my, my number three moment of the year is the Peacemaker intro. Intro. Yeah. Um, I just think that I didn't care about this show. And then I watched it and all I could do was enjoy it every week. It was it was a real brain shut off show for me. And I feel like that's rare where I could just watch it and not be worried about anything other than just enjoying myself in myself in the moment. And I thought the performances were great, fun characters, wildly funny, deeply heartfelt. And quite frankly, um, you know, reflecting on this year, um, I, you know, m- I, I appreciated James Gunn's writing and work on that show um, over some of the other things he may have released this year. Um, yeah. So we'll talk about that. But um, yeah, Peacemaker, which is a lot of fun. Um, I think we are getting season two, even though James Gunn is redoing all of the DCEU. Um, but uh, yeah, Peacemaker is my number nine. What a what a really fun time. Those couple of weeks that we were watching it, it was what a delight. It really was. And that intro, like, never skips. And that intro. I never skips yep. it. Um, All right. Okay, my number eight was The Batman. Me too. Shut up. Yeah, number eight's The Weird. Batman. Okay. Um, and, oh, go for it. No, go for it. No, I'm just saying it was a really fun night at the theater. I loved having Robert Pattinson back in my uh, in my life and on my screen. Uh, yeah, like, I, th- it was like, I have a really nice memory of seeing this because, like, you know, the pandemic 
still going, but like slowly, like I felt good going to the movies I and mean, we were masked, but like it was, it was just like a good memory. Like it was something really exciting that we'd seen the trailer for, for so long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just really great. That car chase was just so good and visceral. I still am pissed that like they gave us so much in the trailer, but, um, yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Anyway, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I just, I was, I can't forget about the Batman. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's well-directed. It's like three hours and kept my attention the whole time. Um, uh, and and it has our, the greatest actor of our time in it, Colin Farrell. And um, I can't wait to see Banshees of Inishirin, which is definitely going to be on my top 10 list once I watch it. I just have a feeling. Um, uh, but in my best moments of the year list mm-hmm. is Batman being a detective. Yes. Finally. Actually doing the detective work like was truly a fun thing to watch. Um, And I absolutely, um, I I only saw it that one time. I have not rewatched it and it still carries weight. So I think that means quite a bit. I haven't rewatched it either. I can't decide if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I saw it in theaters and I kind of want to leave it there. I don't know. Yeah, we'll eventually watch it. Yeah, I mean, we'll rewatch it whenever the sequel comes out or when that penguin TV show comes oh, out or sure. that Arkham Asylum that. show come, whatever they, whatever they decide to do with the DCU there. For sure. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your number seven? Seven is house of the dragon. Hot Me tea. too. Whoa. This is so weird because we had such remarkably unsymmetrical other things so far. Weird. Okay. So, um, house of the dragon. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, the Emma Darcy and the Olivia Coleman and the Patty Considine and the Matt Smith and the Risa Fons of it all. Those, those are the best parts. And I love every, this is all my favorite moments, like Negroni gate. Like it's just, yeah. it just, those moments of this year were just really fun. And yeah, the really two of fun. them are so cute and they love each other. And they're just such great people. It seems like, you know, they've got such fun personalities and they were so good together on, on the, on the screen. So, mm-hmm. You know, though there that show is not perfect by any stretch. No, no. Those leads, like the fo- the five of them, like really made made me glued to my screen every Sunday night. And I just love the Sunday night HBO. I just love yeah. that scene. You know, I miss I, that. Me too. I agree with everything you said, and I'll add something specifically for me. You know how much I did not enjoy the first real half of that season. And how angry it made me that, like, because of how bad season eight botched everything in Game of Thrones, this show had to do a lot to win me over. And it Mm. did. I can't wait for the next season. And um, my uh, on my moments of the year was that um, was was um, it's two. It's not the finale sequence like like with the dragons and everything. But even more than that, the like final dinner sequence oh, is great. absolute that whole episode is just uh, is just incredible um it's just ever i am so shocked that that show was able to win me over after how so deeply upset yeah deeply i mean man what what a what a thrill it was to finally get to the meat of that season and eat it yeah. up agreed Oh, that's so funny. Okay, well, the next one will change because you haven't seen it. So my number five, uh, f- uh, six, my six on the list is The White Lotus, which I will refrain talking about. Okay. I will speak generally. I yeah. love theory shows, and I love Sicily, where I've never been, but I want to go, and I like Aperol spritzes. So 
The White Lotus is yeah. my number six. What about I'm you? Gonna, I'm going to binge it. Um, number six for me was Wakanda Forever. <gasps> okay. Here we are. Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Um, I I think I'm more... It was a little all over the place in hindsight. Yeah. But I, I think... Yeah. I think I'm more impressed with it than I am in love with it. I, th- I think what they were able to accomplish and do is way more of an achievement than the movie itself, if that makes sense. Um, and, and that's why it's so high. And, and, and in hindsight, I may have ranked this a little bit too high for me. Um, but that's, that's kind of, I just think about what it was able to achieve and how it did it. Um, and how much I did enjoy it while sitting in the movie theater. So that, that's kind of just all I'll say about Wakanda forever. Yeah. I think I, um, having sat with it after seeing it many weeks and days later, I started Mm -hmm. to realize what it, what it was able to do and how hard it had, like how much it had to do. And it really did a good, like it made its best. Mm -hmm. Um, it gave us a great performance in Angela Bassett, which I think is going to get nominated for sure. Definitely. And the, one of my favorite moments of this year is the Tano Schwerta as Namor. Mm. I, I just loved that intro. I love him in this role. I love that we finally got him in the MCU. So mm-hmm. that him added in, that was like a real, that's, that's going to be one of my favorite intros in a long time. So sure. Um, that, that put Wakanda on my list at all. That's a great um, one. So yeah, for sure. Cool. Okay, what's your five? Uh, Avatar The Way of Water is my five. Oh, God, that didn't even make it on my list. And I don't know if that's just because I just saw it and I just haven't processed mm. it enough. So, sure. what, what? So yeah, we'll speak on it. It's number five on my list because I cannot remember the last time I just saw a movie movie. Like, <laughs> I know, you know right? but like, I just went in there. I was dazzled by the effects. Is the screenplay lacking? Yeah, but like, I, I accept these movies for what they are. And watching this, like, full movie video game cutscene play out in front of me was just absolutely dazzling. I was totally charmed by this movie. I also love whales. So all the whale play was like very much something I was like Great into whale play. the whale porn. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just had an absolute blast during this movie. Is it perfect? Far from it. Is it a movie theatrical experience that we just don't get anymore unless like James Cameron is directing it? Um, yeah. And so that's why it's number five, because it really, it really just enchanted me. And it's like a piece – James Cameron stuff is like now a piece of history. It's like you have to just be in the room. You have to you have to witness this because mm-hmm. he's 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 like one of the greats of our time and like he put – And he and he knows it. <laughs> and he knows it. He's very, very, very well aware of it. Um, so yeah, I think – I gave this movie a 12 when we, when we saw it. So I'm kind of surprised it's not on my like lasting yeah, best of the year. But yeah, it, it was – it was an incredible experience to be sure. Um, okay, my five is mm-hmm. Stranger Things 4. Uh, I have that. At, that's my four, so let's talk about it. Okay. Um, yeah, I love I love a theory show yet again. Mm-hmm. I love growing up with these kids. It was not the perfect – it was not perfect this season, and I, but I – and I have no issue with the length, by the way. I This is one of those shows where I'm like, give me the movie long episodes. I'm yeah. fine with it as long as you know where it's going. The Vecna stuff was awesome. Um, yeah. 
you know, the finale was really good. Uh, it gave us some really great performances out of Sadie Sink and others. So, yeah, I'm going to go. I mean, it's like so long ago. I can't even remember <laughs> some of this. I, I didn't meet all the Russia stuff. Like, I'm remembering sure, this now. Same. Like, there, I, you know, there were drags of, of bits. But it took so long to get this to our screen. So I'm yeah. just... You know, the pandemic slowed it down. So I just, that was a highlight of the year for sure. Yeah, me too. I just had a lot of fun watching it and binging it. And just like, honestly, I had a fun on TikTok with it with Chrissy, wake up. And (laughs) my two, I have two uh, moments from this uh, on my list. Okay. Uh, My first moment is the running up the hill scene. Um, So good. And that whole episode is spectacular. And my second moment from this um, was obviously Eddie on the trailer roof. Eddie, um, Eddie should be a moment of my year. Eddie, I Eddie's a moment. Yeah. Um, so those are my two from this one. And um, yeah, I, I'm, I, I just have a blast watching this. Even and also it was more. So tied into number four, Stranger Things is also like it leaned more into the horror this year with like the horrible things happening to everyone. And quite frankly, like I, my number four is just this year was incredible for horror, really, between Stranger Things and you have a ton of amazing horror movies that came out. Like Barbarian, so Bar- good. Barbarian, Smile. Um, um, I mean, I have a like a Barbarian, Smile. Um Pearl, nope. Bodies, bodies, oh, bodies. Nope. Yeah. Watcher, speak no evil. X, orphan, first kill, resurrection, fresh, master, torn hearts. Man, Violet it was Knight. a good year for horror, wasn't it? When Scream, you look back at all these movies. Yeah. Scream five, hatching, um, the menu, uh, bones and all. And I'm only naming like the half of it. Like it was a Scream really. Scream five was this year. Yeah, yeah, it came out in January. Oh, funny. Because I yeah. saw it this year, too, when I was watching all the screams for the first right. time. But I didn't but, realize um, yeah. it was fresh. So four is is horror. Oh, plus, that doesn't even count, like, the TV shows that I didn't even mention horror-wise outside of Stranger Things. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's my number four. Um, my number four is R. My number four are the Rings of Power. Oh, man, that didn't even make my list. <laughs> Of course it didn't. You are so rude. Okay. Um, Rings of Power. This is just an excuse for me to jump back into the world of Tolkien this year. And like, so this kind of goes into just like a favorite moment of the year. I just loved, I loved going back and rereading the books. I loved highlighting passages in the appendices. I loved the Sauron watch we did. Mm. I loved the production design. I loved the score. I just, it was just like a magical weekly thing that I loved. And this is like reminder of why I am a nerd. Like it just, it just immersed me back into rereading the entire thing and, and like searching for stuff. And that's, that's why I'm nerdy. And this Mm -hmm. show was like, wow, Hey, you're a nerd. It's not even like the show isn't fantastic, but it was so fine for just me. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So rings of power was mine. I am not surprised that it is not on your list, but it was my number four. I have it in another category that we'll talk about later. You are a jerk. Okay. So <laughs> three. Right. What was your three? Uh, now, and- this is really interesting. Yeah. My number three is Andor. How dare you, sir? This is so interesting. Okay. We're not talking about it because I have it higher. Okay. Wow. What's your number three? Obi-Wan. Oh, didn't even make my list. What is going on? Okay. Obi-Wan. Um, again, not perfect, but when I think about shows this year, this one comes up for the fact that I saw you in on 
in this role again, the fact that we saw Darth not once, not just at the end, but all throughout the show, the fact this goes into my favorite moments of the year, like seeing Hayden Christensen on the press tour Comic-Con circuit actually getting ovations and cheers and so much love made me swell with joy in my heart. Sure. Um, (laughs) Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi is on my best moments list. That final fight scene the like right. when the when the mask is half broken and, and like, the middle fight scene by the fire. Yeah, but the the last one is like truly the reason for the season. Like that's why the show exists for that final fight scene. Yeah, and it's wonderful and it landed a hundred percent. But overall, I think the show in general is pretty forgettable, um, except for that yeah. like some of those. And I'm gonna be completely honest with you. And maybe I'm a little a little a little duty ed. But like, yes, it's very nice to see the fans loving on him and whatnot. But like, let's also be super clear. That does not make his performance in those movies good. It is still wooden and bad. And therefore, and I actually think that his performance undercuts the Anakin storyline in general. But I have a ton of nostalgia for him. And that's totally fine. But let, let's not pretend that because we're all older now, his his performance magically changed. No, it, it did not. <laughs> no, of course not. I think that you and I are just different in this way where, you know, the color that is put on some of these things is so based on emotion for me and like maybe nostalgia and probably like weird aesthetics where you are you have a much more critical eye and you have a better memory than I do. Like I have just, I just have denial. So I think that you, you have a more trusted, I think, eye for all of these. I'm just going with my heart here. I'm going with my diary. I'm going with what I think about in the shower on a daily basis. Sure. This is not supposed to be dirty at all, but it's sounding dirty. But no, I, I just think this show was not great. But I did ex- get excited to, to, to hope that each week it would be better. And I got excited. Yeah to see just these two men get some get some rewards in the wor- in the days cuz they didn't really have social media even as much back then right no. like right the so like they just got to be part of this yeah yeah and i just felt i just really felt bad for hayden even though he was terrible sure i mean he's so. still a human being like no one should be treated that way like jake lloyd yeah. probably got the brunt of it yeah. but also like let's let's he's not he's the okay we can move on from that yes um, um okay all right um, We're getting down to it. Yeah, my number two is not mine. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, <gasps> which I didn't see. Add that to my list of things I didn't yeah. see this year that I it's wanted amazing. to see. It's amazing in every way. That's um, gonna get nominated, right? Yes. An it, it, yeah, I, I think it could win. I, I, my my understanding is that the two frontrunners are everything, everywhere, all at once, and the Fablemans in terms of winning. Oh, I thought maybe also the the um, Inishirin the. Yeah, I don't think that'll win Best Picture. Um, Colin uh, uh, Farrell has a shot at winning Best Actor. Your best friend. It's between, yeah, yeah, my best friend. It's between him and Brendan Fraser for The Whale is my assumption. I hope Brendan Fraser wins, actually. And then for Best Actress, it's Cate Blanchett versus uh, Michelle Yeoh. 
um, yeah, for, for this. She's I... wonderful. This movie's amazing. This is everything that Multiverse of Madness should have been. Um, right. This is the best multiverse movie. Um, Definitely th- of the year. <laughs> this is emotionally resonant. It is wonderfully performed. It's so clever and inventive. It's silly. It's funny. It, it, it's 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 again, you know, generational trauma that we've yeah. been talking about all year between like last year's Encanto and this year's Turning Red. Like this movie is spectacular, and we talk a lot about here of how like. It's hard to like as in as you get into your older age or like you grow I should say I should say as we grow up it's much harder for things to enter our all-time top 10 lists. You know what yeah. I mean? Um but this this movie is in Jamie's like top 5 movies of all time. Like which is which is like an amazing feat. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've heard the um sucked into a bagel. I've heard that bit. So I'm assuming the movie is also just about like you know, being satisfied and like, um, it's, yeah, you, yeah, it's, it's all that in the I kitchen gotta see sink. It. It's amazing. I gotta oh, see yeah, it. absolutely. So that's my number two for the year. Um, okay. Well, mine is Severance. Sure. <laughs> is Severance, which is hysterical because, uh, yeah, it was so high for me. Mm-hmm. So again, I, I kind of, maybe it's just because you, didn't have it on your list. So now I'm doubting myself. But, um, mm-hmm. because there are, there are parts of the show that lag, I'm now thinking. But, Again, I love when the internet is abuzz with theories. This show sure. I still have so many questions about. And another top moment of the year that is wrapped into, I think, how high I put this on my list was like that finale. The I finale mean, is on my best moments list. Great. So, yeah, it just, it's funny because a lot of these moments got these things on my list. And you just were like, no, I must take the moment. Um, I, I loved introducing the show to my family. I loved recommending it to people and having them call me after they had watched the finale and mm-hmm. being like, I just finished Severance. And I'm like, oh my God, isn't it crazy? So, you know, I can't wait for season two. Sure. It was just something new and it was yeah. a small cast and it didn't feel COVID-y, even though I know that it was a small cast because it probably mm-hmm. was. So a great, and I just love Adam Scott. So a great, um, a great like surprise to my year, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's a it's wonderful. I think it's great. Uh, the reason it's not in my top ten is because the concept is amazing, the acting is amazing, the finale, the last two episodes are amazing, but like it's slow and tedious and and uh, in the middle. Yeah. You're building everything. It's a super slow burn, but there's mm-hmm. a difference between a two hour slow burn and like a four episode slow burn. Yes. And just because of that, it did not make my top 10, even though the power of that last episode could have easily pulled it into the top 10. And you'll notice all we're not going to, I'm not going to spoil this show because I hope that anyone who's not listening or has been thinking, Oh, I shouldn't maybe watch that. Like watch it. I yeah. won't even, I, I can talk about my favorite moments of this show. I'm not going to, I'm just going to say the finale and last penultimate was wonderful. Yes. But yeah, I think, it, yeah, it does lag at times. Um, but not in the moment. I feel like when I was watching it, it wasn't like when I rewatched it and rewatched it again, I was like, okay, this part lags. Mm-hmm. This part lags. All right. Well, All right. I think you can, I guess you can guess what my one is. Your number well, one you? is, 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 uh, our, our friend, our friend and thief. Cassian Andor. Yeah. He's a pirate. And it's not yours. <laughs> that was supposed to be my uh, Sars Garden impression. Cassian Andor. Oh, that's, what yeah, that's pretty good. What is yours, though? Uh, Better Call Saul. Oh, my God. I forgot Better Call Saul. Better Call <gasps> Saul's last season is is my fina- – my, uh, Sound the alarms. Okay, there has to be like a, a, a first place plus. That 
It's my first place <laughs> okay. plus. Oh sure. my god! I think I forgot it was this year. Yeah, the Better Call Saul final oh. season is uh, is is especially the finale stuff is is my t- is my number one thing of the year. F. I think it was so deeply yeah. satisfying. I'm so deeply upset I didn't remember it. it. How could I forget? I think I really think I thought it was not this year. This years are long. This the year was long. Um, it was. I think when I okay. So now let me think. Should, should I just remove? I think I still will say Andor is my top because sure. I it might be recency bias, but I just think that it was an incredible new way of doing Star Wars. So that was kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah. Oh, it's undeniable. So okay, we want to talk about Andor, and then you can we can talk about Veracall Saul. Uh, let's let's talk about Saul quickly, and then we yeah. can talk more about Andor. Okay. Um, it's been a long time since we first were introduced to Saul Goodman, and this show, over the course of its seasons, has just been spectacular, edge of your seat television making. Um, it does an amazing job of retconning a little bit of things for Saul, um, and just like really making good television and never being distracted by the fact that you'd like, I know how things end up. And then this final season really just refocused and centered the narrative on his relationship with Kim Wexler, an all time great television character. And the way that those final episodes end is so deeply satisfying from a character standpoint that like a part of me thinks that it's almost better than the actual breaking bad finale um, mm. I, I just, I don't want to get into any specifics or spoilers for those of you who still want to watch Better Call Saul and would highly suggest it, you please sh- do. definitely should. But the way that it ended and what he does and sacrifices and how everything he's done in between a certain point and a certain point, like, like between the point at which we flash forward and the point at which this ends, um, I know that's very vague is just it's just beautiful, and I, I te- I, it never made me sob, but I definitely like teared up just because I have so much deep empathy for these characters. Um, mm. And damn, it just brings me so much joy that, and and I, I'm excited to rewatch this one again. Um, and his final, spe- one of his speeches in the courtroom in the final episode is just absolutely devastatingly wonderful. Um, I, I, and and mm. we get some, we get re get. Um, we get visited by some of our favorite Breaking Bad characters uh, and, and like in small little cameos, nothing crazy. Um, but I am just so deeply appreciative that they could pull it off and yeah. really give my one of my favorite television characters, Saul Goodman, like the story that he deserves based on how they fashioned it. Better Call Saul is my top thing of the year. And yet, I yeah, I, I I agree with every single thing you said. I'll also add in that I thought it was shot beautifully. Yeah, I thought I I love Bob Odenkirk, and like mm-hmm. you know, he had a heart attack while filming this, and like just to that sort of just you know all he'd gotten so close to people in the show, and you know they were all living together in Albuquerque, and it was mm-hmm. like the cutest stories we were hearing about the set. So it was just it was just like a near heartbreak if something had really not gone well in that regard. I I definitely rewatched this show. I I rewatched it a ton. Um not this season. I haven't right, gone back and right. watched this season, but I've rewatched the other seasons multiple times and 
I never, I don't, I, it's hard to compare with Breaking Bad because again, one gave us the other. Yeah, for sure. But it, it doesn't have, I didn't love in Breaking Bad. I'm definitely able to skip some of the home life stuff. I don't yeah. find that, I find that really more stressful mm-hmm. and not, a, not an entertaining way. Um, yeah, so that's fair. Saul has, has more of the uh, lawyery stuff, which I, that found entertaining to fill that gap. So yeah, Better Call Saul is just is such an achievement, and I love what you said about it being just so character based, like the way it ended, mm-hmm. and that just shows like Vince Gilligan and everybody else who worked on the show, like taking it for like doing what was right for mm-hmm. their characters and what made sense, and they weren't trying to like put a flash in the pan finish or like do some crazy unjustified cameos. Everything. Mm-hmm was just wonderful. And I was so depressed afterwards because I'm just going to miss it. Yeah. And also it was really impressive that they tied up a lot of um, the cartel plot lines earlier than they think you, they would you earlier than you thought they would have just so they could focus on the character stuff for the last couple of episodes, which is just like spectacular. So yeah, I love it. I'm so dumb to forget the show. I think I would definitely, I would kick off, I think I would kick off She-Hulk and put back in this show and everything moves down one. Mm-mm. Even though She-Hulk's nine and Wakanda's ten. I don't want to lose Wakanda. So you so yeah. you drop She-Hulk and then drop your whole list down. Down one, yes. Okay, so cool. uh go watch Better Call Saul. Um my top show, yes, is Andor. Um again, I guess it could be recency bias because I forgot about Better Call Saul, but the writing, the the cinematography, mm-hmm. the fact that it was Star Wars and didn't yeah. feel like it, and um, it didn't have gimmicks, really. It no. Had great performances and the speeches. Oh, the speeches. Mm. <laughs> just really well, just like a really well done show. Yeah. And I was so excited every week. Absolutely. Um, I was so excited every week. Thematically, it is fascinating. It is so well written with so much deep, wonderful subtext. It doesn't treat the audience like an idiot. It does not spell everything out for you. It really does an excellent job of being exactly what it wants to be. And it actually, and as we all know, Rogue One is not my favorite Star Wars movie. And it actually gets me excited to not only rewatch it, but I cannot wait. I am so excited to watch season one of Andor, season two of Andor, and go right into Rogue One. I yeah. think that that is going to be of that is going to be a deeply memorable experience for me. It's going to be satisfying. I'm really excited to do that. So, um, yeah. And, and uh, if I'm going to uh, point out my favorite moments from Andor, um, the entire um, jail cell arc, the prisoner arc, um, <sighs> and, and the escape. Narkina and, 5. And Narkina 5 and, and Kino, um, that was by far my favorite uh my favorite character, my favorite arc, story arc narrative within that show. Which is so funny because it took him away from like the main plot almost. And yet it was so right? good. And then, yeah, I think that was my favorite arc. But my favorite speech was by far the sunless space. Um, dr- dreams are filled with ghosts. The, Absolutely. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård um, Luthen speech was just phenomenal. And the Mon Mothma stuff, like it just, yeah, it just was something I looked forward to genuinely every yeah. Wednesday morning. I'd be like, yes, there's a new Andor on. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So 
You will notice, though, that Boba Fett is not on either of, neither of our lists. However, I do have the Ahsoka, the, the Mando episodes of Boba on my favorite moments of the Me year. too. Me too. That's on my list. The Mandalorian episode, the Bryce Dallas Howard directed episode of um, Boba Fett with Mando is, is on my list, especially um, the Luke and Ahsoka scene. Yes, I was waiting. I remember texting you when the show was getting ready to come on. No, no. I remember texting you when they were just talking about Ahsoka, the Ahsoka show. And I, because I didn't think what happened on this show. And I was like, what if, what if Anakin's Padawan meets Anakin's son? Like, what will I do? And it happened. Yes, it did. Um, so I mentioned actually all of my moments wrapped up into bits while talking about the shows. So do you have any others that you want to talk about? Uh, no, those are, those are mine. Those are all mine. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, great. So let's move on to disappointing. What, what didn't do it for you this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I only have a few. Yeah, um, just read your list. Go for I'm it. I'm sure you'll remind me of some that I'm forgetting that I sure. blocked out. Um, so on Boba Fett. Yeah. I mean the, that was, Wait, a, that who? was a letdown. Who? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Robert Fettuccini. Robert Fettuccini. Robert Fettuccini was a big old letdown. Um, I wish it was about pasta. I might like it more. Um, oh, I have another moment. Yeah. The appearance of Cad Bane. Oh, yes. Yes. That was a good thing to come out of Bowman. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I love seeing Timmy Oliphant again. Always. I like always. that, I like that scene between on him my and Mando. Moment list. Yeah. But again, that was Mando. It was him and Mando. But, but, some of these may have been, I honestly forget. I think some of these episodes were in late last year too, December of last year. Um, Ooh, but good the, point. But most of them were in January, February. I don't even know if that's right, but I'll trust you. And if it's not, don't come at us. Because I think it, um, it, it started like December 24th or December 22nd or something like that. The last it year. It was Christmas time, wasn't year, it? 28th. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll pretend that it lingered into 2022. Um, but yeah, it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a letdown. Sure. Um, I've already talked about Doctor Strange, kind of a letdown. Okay. Um, one of the biggest ones for me, which gives me great sadness to talk about. And just listen to the episode while we when I talk about how obsessed or not how obsessed, but how much I ride for the Fantastic Beasts franchise, and that is the Secrets of Dumbledore. That, that- was not as not was not good. <laughs> So I'm going to take a little break here. I have a list called Does That Even Exist? And Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets or The Secrets of Dumbledore the is on that of list. Dumbledore. So on that list is Fantastic Beasts, Kenobi, Lord of the Rings and Morbius. You put Kenobi and Lord of the Rings with Morbius? Like it's in terms of like did that even happen? Like I feel like it was part of pop culture for like 2 seconds and then like once it left, it didn't linger. Like Kenobi, except for that final sequence, maybe didn't linger. Fantastic Lord, Beasts. The Rings of Power, though, has lingered. Uh, not for me, no way. No, but I mean, it's in the like I'm seeing articles about it pop up, and it's not just on my personalized Google page. Like I know that people, a ton of people, apparently are watching it over the holidays. So like Amazon's talking more about it. Sure, sure. I, I don't know. It hasn't left the zeitgeist. Yet, oh man, that's rough, Brian. Yeah, I mean, Morbius is def. I didn't even have that on my letdown. I just have that as a joke of the year. <laughs> sure, um, but it was, uh, you know, yeah, no, there's there's nothing to be said for that. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's Fantastic Beast. It just was. 
it, ha- it could have been better. And again, the JK Rowling is always a disappointment. That's just not 2022. That's forever. Um, but her aside, I just, I really wanted this movie to be better and it was not good. Yeah. Um, what's another letdown for you? Uh, the, I'll tie these together, but Thor yeah. Love and Thunder and the holiday special, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special were letdowns. Total letdowns. Yeah. Thor wasn't a letdown. It was more of an honorable mention. I didn't not like it, but in hindsight, it was a bit of a letdown for sure. I didn't expect a ton from it, but I guess I expected more. Yeah. For me, it was just Taika Waititi's ego got in the way. He undercut everything. It just didn't breathe at all. Um, yeah. It, it, it I also wasn't think he's funny. doing a lot. He's all over that. He has so many projects. Like, I think mm-hmm. he was just like busy. Yeah. Like, I, oh, another thing I've ever seen is Our Flag Means Death. I didn't watch that at all. Um, I saw a little bit of it and it was mm, quite funny. Yeah. But, uh, and the holiday special felt phoned in 100%. And I don't like Mantis and, um, I don't like Mantis and, uh, um, Drax. Drax paired together. Did you see Reservation Dogs? Season or one. did you watch? I have not okay. watched season two yet, but I think that would make my top ten as well. Yeah, I've heard good things. And season one's like, amazing. I'm looking forward yeah. to season two. That's Taika in his bag. I also didn't watch season three of um, um, For All Mankind, which I, I love season oh. two. So, Did you watch We Own the City? No. Did you watch Yellowstone? No. Yeah, I didn't yet. Uh, I watched a little bit of Beyond the City, and I was just like, uh, I just was on a place to watch it and sure. not be cheerful. But um, yeah, and Yellowstone, I've been meaning to, but I gotta find it. I think it's like on a streaming service. I don't have. It's on Paramount maybe. Plus, I think. Um. Yes, and I don't have that. Um. Moon Knight was a disappointment. That's on my list. That's the last one. That's the other one on my list. Yeah, just Oscar Isaac. Come on, man. I mean, he wasn't bad, but no, he was great. Um, yeah, just I thought it was going to be better. Yeah, it That's just all. was the same old Marvel three-act structure in that TV show. I wanted it to be more and better, but it ended up just being forgettable for me. I also think the narrative storytelling was quite bad, like like yeah. in terms of like how they introduced Jake Lockley and all of that. Like, don't, no, like that's not – anyway um, – uh, so that's that. And then I have one more. Uh, Disenchanted was a real bummer. Right, which I didn't see because you told me it was a bummer, so yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah, um, I had Matrix as my final one. That was um, this year. That wasn't this year. I think it was because we've been doing this pod. Yeah, that was this year. That was like in March or something, wasn't it? What's it called? The Matrix. The, no, but what? Oh, four resurrections. Uh, was it resurrections? That it came out December of twenty twenty one. Oh. Why do I think it's this year? Huh. All right. Well, good. It didn't disappoint me this year. It disappointed me last year. <laughs> we didn't do this pod last year. So we no, no. didn't do this this type of this uh, episode. So. We started the fall of 2021, I think. Wow. I thought that was like March. I, I, this pandemic and the movies and the delays got me real screwed up. Mm. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Do you have anything else that was? No, I mean, that's really, that's really it. I mean, I, I'm really excited to watch all this other year. stuff. Yeah, for sure. So my final question for you is, what are you most excited for next year? I was going to say Hype 2023. Um, I uh, Ahsoka and Quantumania. Those are the two big ones that you're excited for. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh my God. No, Severance is my top. <laughs> Severance finally coming back mm-hmm. is my top. 
Uh, okay, now that things are starting to defog, Ahsoka, Mando, and then Quantumania. I think I'm genuinely saying that those are those are what I'm most looking forward to. What about you? Uh, Quantumania is definitely high on my list. Ahsoka is very high on my list. Mando's high on my list. But the thing oh, I'm actually too. most sorry, sure. Um, the thing I'm actually most excited for is not a movie or a TV show. Um, it's a video what game. Is it? The news, the oh. new Zelda game comes out next. The Breath of the Wild sequel comes out next year. Oh, how excited are you? I'm I'm really excited for that. Like, really. We don't do a lot of video game talk on this, and that's partly my fault. But there were probably a lot no, of really no. great video games this year too. Yeah, definitely. I I enjoyed the Kirby game. Star Wars Lego was fine. Um, uh, I forget if Mario Party came out this year or last year. I think that the, I think it came out last year. Anyway, um, so that wouldn't be one. But like, yeah, the Kirby game was fun. That was fun. I played some other games like puzzle games, but I don't know if they're from this year or not. I just played them this year. Um, but uh, yeah, for next year, I cannot wait for the new Zelda game. You know, comes out next year. Kingdom. You've got Zelda. I've got. Hogwarts Odyssey oh, <laughs> or Legends uh, or whatever. Um, yeah, that's that's supposed to be super fun. Legacy. That's going to be awesome. Legacy. Yeah, oh, uh, next year I am uh, very excited for um, uh, the new um, Spider-Verse movie. <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. I cannot wait. Yeah. So I'm looking at the upcoming list projects yeah that's gonna be good we'll get the marvels next year don't really feel any way about that particularly yet Um, yeah i mean we got shazam so i'll go through this mando season mm -hmm. three these are the ones that have dates i'm only doing with dates mando season three creed three scream six shazam john wick sorry indiana jones yes oh i i that's high on my list that's very high on my list John Wick 4, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, the Super Mario Brothers movie, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Little Mermaid, Across the Spider-Verse Part 1, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, The Flash, Elemental, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I'm so excited for that. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm actually excited for Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part (gasps) 1. Me too. Yeah. We should cover that on this. Definitely. Um, Oppenheimer, Barbie, The Marvels. Blue Beetle, possibly Craven. Oh, Joanna, I know what you're most excited for next year. What am I most excited for? Dune Part Two. Oh hell yeah! Has that been announced for next year for sure? Yeah, November third. O M G! I am so excited for that. That is definitely on my top five. Then we have the Hunger Games prequel, Wonka, possible Ghostbusters Afterlife Two. Oh my god, Wonka finally coming out! Yeah. Wow. Aquaman, Lost Kingdom, Madam Web, possibly. Um, oh no, Madam Web is twenty twenty four. So those are the things that have been announced. The things that have have that are upcoming with no official date. Um, what if season two, Ahsoka, Invincible season two, possibly. Um, oh, I've been watching National Treasure: Edge of History. By the way, I forgot to mention that earlier. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fine. How's that? Uh, it's fine. Uh, Ironheart, possibly. Um, X-Men 97, Secret Invasion, possibly Echo, Agatha. Um, so those are other things. Uh, in, we don't have that, a date for Loki 2? Loki season 2? Not, not, no. a, not a, not, a, not nothing other than next year. When are we going to get a Loki season 2 and Ahsoka dates? 
like uh, given. My assumption is this: the Ahsoka dates is going to be early next year because they're doing another Star Wars celebration, and I'm sure we're going to get like a full trailer ah. and stuff then. Okay, that's my say guess. no more. If there's a Star Wars celebration early next year, then that's got to be when. Yeah, I think the Star Wars celebration is in it's in London. Um, uh, I think it's in January of next year. Um, uh, oh, April 7th through the 10th. So I actually think we're going to get a, a, uh, Ahsoka announcement early in the year. And then it'll, it just like Kenobi was around celebration this year. I think Ahsoka is going to be the big one that they're going to be pushing during celebration this year. So I can imagine Ahsoka coming out in April of next year. I was going to say by April, I think that thing's already coming out. Yeah, I think so. So we'll see. Um, Well, because it's not going to overlap with Mando. So you figure Mando starts March 1st. So you have what? 10 episodes of Mando. So that takes you into the summer. So March is four. Um, April is four. That's eight. So May. And then I think, I think that Ahsoka takes the, um, the Kenobi spot, which was like that Memorial day weekend. That would be my guess. Oh, that's a good guess. Mm -hmm. Well, all in all, my actual top, my was not a video game, Zelda, but I'm very excited for you to have Zelda. My, my honestly, my honestly, my favorite thing of this whole year was getting to talk about all this with you. It's been really fun. It's really fun engaging with our audience. It's been you know, I just, I've had a great time and I'm, I'm so excited to talk about everything next year. Cause there's just there's so, so much. much good stuff. <laughs> and if you, if you haven't been following along, uh, the past couple of weeks, we're now releasing episodes every single Thursday. So you'll get everything from the week before on Thursdays so that we can come to you in a, on a consistent day where you can work us into your schedule. We really appreciate that. This year has been such a blast, you know, figuring this out with Joanna and the two of us just like talking about all the things that we love in our life. And yeah. we thank you for joining the ride. Um, so every Thursday, Except when there's a big movie release, we'll do a Thursday and then we'll do a Friday just a on Friday. that movie. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you all for coming along on the ride. We we would love to hear your top tens and what you really loved this year and what disappointed yes. you. So feel free to connect Email with us. Email us, right? Yeah, anything, uh, DM, TikTok, all of it. Anything, um, awesome, um, fantastic. Well, um, yeah, I what a what a wild year. What a year. Well, nerds, now they see you as you are. But we hope you had as much fun as we did today. We hope you'll join us next time for some bad bitch season two starting in 2023. Yep. As a small universe and a multiverse of other nerd verses, the reviews and ratings are super important for us to grow. So leave us a review and be sure to follow us on all the socials at the Nerdverse Pod. We thank you so much for listening, everyone, and keep telling all your nerdy friends about us. Have a happy and safe new year. Happy new year. Happy new year.